Welcome to Up In Your Business with Carrie McCoy, a production of FlagandBanner.com. Stay tuned to hear how you can get a copy of this program and other helpful documents. And now it's time for Carrie McCoy to get all up in your business. Thank you, Tim. Like Tim said, I'm Carrie McCoy, and it's time for me to get up in your business. This show, Up In Your Business with Carrie McCoy, began with entrepreneurs in mind, a platform for me, a small business owner, and a guest to pay forward our experiential knowledge in a conversational way. As with all new endeavors, it's had some unexpected outcomes, like behind each of my successful guests is the heart of a teacher. Because we're all inspired by everyday people's American-made stories, this show has had a wide appeal to everyone, not just business owners. And last is that business in of itself is creative. My guest today is a life coach, motivational speaker, and talk show host, Mrs. Arnessa Bennett. For 18 years, Arnessa hosted a cable TV show called Arnessa and Company. During this time, she also founded Arnessa Bennett Personal and Professional Development Institute in North Little Rock, Arkansas. It's a nonprofit, 501c3, that says it is committed to being a change agent in helping to better the lives of youths and adults. What makes Arnessa qualified for such a big task? She has an associate degree in theology, a bachelor degree in religious arts, and a master's of divinity. Plus, she just plain old loves it and believes empowering others is her life calling. For 25 years, she has been helping people be the best they can be in both their personal and professional life. She says, when you finally get how powerful you and your mind truly are, and declare, claim, and decide to own it, then you will see your desires in life begin to manifest. It is a pleasure to welcome to the table the inspiring Miss Arnessa Bennett. It is a pleasure to be here. I mean, I just love your energy of your group. Aren't they great? They are. I know, it's a lot of people in this room. If you're on Facebook, you know that because you can see everybody walking around. <laughs> the term life coach, is was probably not even around when you started oh, empowering no. people. What did you call yourself back then? Um, always a motivational speaker because people were telling me, you motivated me. You made me think about some things because I'm, I'm a, a question asked, aster. Mm-hmm. I like to ask questions because I think everybody has a story. And sometimes no one ever asked them their story. So when you ask them their story and they start glowing, you know it was needed. That is so true. Nobody ever listens. So you just listen. You're just a good listener. I'm a good listener. Because when I was growing up, back in the 60s, when my grandmother and her friends would get together, as long as you were quiet, you could stay in the room. So I was always quiet, and I listened. And I think that's why I'm so wise now, because they were some wise ladies. So I got to hear all these different things that was going on. So now it's the same thing happening over and over, just a different century. Yeah, because humans are humans. They're human. Forever and ever. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite story that your grandmother of your grandmother's? <laughs> you don't have to tell me, though. Um, from the looks of your education, I would have thought you'd have become a preacher. Well, I think that's something I'm running from. But usually when I do my motivational talks, people go like, where do you preach? So I'm like, well, I'm not a preacher. I'm a motivational speaker. They say, you motivated me, but you were preaching too, sister. (laughs) Why are you running from that? I think it will happen in time. You do? Mm -hmm. Why are you running? Why do you think you're running? Um, I mean, you started off doing that. (laughs) You're a master of divinity. Yes. It it, it will happen in time. Were Were your parents very religious? Oh, yeah, we grew up in the church. We Southern. grew up. But you know what? I've always been in the church, but I didn't start walking the walk until when I was married. Uh, I was 20. I, I got married when I was 20, and I got pregnant when I was 22. I was pregnant with my son. And I went to one of my regular checkups, and the doctor said, next time when you come, bring your husband with you. I'm like, he never comes with me, but okay. So we went to the next appointment. He says, uh, I need to tell you, Arnessa, you have cancer. I'm like, I have cancer? And I'm pregnant? I'm like, where's the cancer? 
He said, in your, in your uterus. I'm like, isn't that where I hold the baby? He says, yes. I said, okay, how does this work? I'm pregnant and I have cancer. And he says, yes. He said, we're gonna, you're gonna have the baby. We're gonna keep monitoring you. But first we're gonna focus on the baby. I'm like, yes, this is gonna be my only child. So my husband and I, we kept it between our parents. We didn't let a lot of people know because back in the 80s, my son was born in 82. If you had cancer, it was like, you're gone. Yeah. And so I wanted to stay focused. And what I did, I stayed focused on, I'm gonna have this baby and I'm gonna get rid of the cancer. I'm gonna have this baby and I'm gonna get rid of the cancer. And so I had my son and he was in good shape. So then after that, you know, they were trying to decide how they were gonna do the cancer. I was able to have surgery. They were able to get the cancer because it stayed, I don't know if it was because I was pregnant, but it stayed in one area. So I, was, I had a partial hysterectomy. And because they didn't want to do a complete hysterectomy because I was only 22 years old, so I would have had to take hormones all my life. Mm-hmm. So uh, I was able to get rid of the cancer. And that's when I realized it wasn't just going to church, it was having a relationship. That's when you really began to yes. use what you had been given all of your youth. All of my life, Don't yes. you feel sorry for people that aren't given that option in their young age? But you know, it made me look at life different. I think that's why I'm a motivational speaker, because I feel that who has time to be sad? We all go through stuff. But I think it took something like that, knowing that, it was a possibility. If I hadn't caught that, I could have been gone. So I feel the reason why I'm here is to motivate and inspire people to live their best life. No matter what's going on, it happens. Things happen. Give yourself a few minutes to get upset and cry, whatever you do. But then you're still breathing. So go on with your life. It's like you feel like you were maybe saved. I think so. I really do. Saved with a purpose. Saved with a purpose. That's a great story. How's your son? He is 36, and I have a grandson that's seven. Matter of fact, this morning he goes to East M, and uh, I was at his school this morning, and he's just as happy as he could be. Oh, isn't that great? To yes. be seven, isn't that great? Oh. You are the youngest looking 59 year old. <laughs> Everybody in the room is in shock at how young you Nobody can believe it. I thought maybe she was 40. Um, really? Yes. And Jesse thought you were in your 30s. You're beautiful. Well, thank you. So everybody on Facebook, you're lucky. You get to see this beautiful woman. So what do your parents do? And then we'll take a break. Okay. My mother was a, a LPN, and my father was in the military. So hmm. I was born here in Arkansas, but then we traveled. Then we came back here to Arkansas. I've had opportunities to leave. I left once and ended up coming back. It's something about Arkansas. Just, I feel at home here. Gets in your blood, doesn't it? Yeah, yes. It's kind tr- of a kept story. It's kind of a secret. Yeah, it's, it's a good place to raise a family, but I, I do travel a lot, but this is my home base. Yeah, I read on your uh, website that you've been to Dubai. Yes. You did a motivational speech in Dubai. I can't wait to hear about that. Oh, it, it was beautiful. Save it. Okay. Save it. Save it. <laughs> Uh, I met you at the Salvation Army luncheon. You introduced me as a guest speaker. Are yes. you a volunteer there? I am a volunteer, and I'm the president of the Women's Auxiliary. For the Salvation Army? For the Salvation Army, yes. Why? Why the Salvation Army? Well, my husband was on the board, and he was telling me, he said, this is something that would be right up your alley. And I'm like, oh, I got so much going on. And then a, about a year or so passed, and we went to, I went to an event with him, and the lady said, yeah, we've been trying to get you. you know. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to start coming to the meetings. I started going to the meetings, and next thing I know, they said, with all your abilities, we want you to be our president. I'm like, are you sure? I don't know enough about this. It's like, you, you're a go-getter. You can get some things done. And they voted me in as the president, so I just finished my first year, and I have one more year. It's mostly, I noticed, older white women. Yes. You are the youngest, darkest person there. (laughs) You know, and I learned this year 
that it's only been integrated just, I would say, maybe seven or eight years. Oh, no kidding. Yes. It, but pretty soon they're going to start letting men in. There weren't any men there. Well, no, because this is really what we do is raise money to help the Salvation Army. Mm -hmm. We have uh, three major fundraisers that we do, and that's, it's just to help and promote what they're doing. It's a great organization. It really is, and we have one lady that's 93 years old. You mm -hmm. met her. I know her. Mm -hmm. She can run circles around is us. Is it Mary? Is that Mary? Mary Fine. Mary Fine. Oh, I know. She's remarkable. I love Mary Fine. She's remarkable. She is, and when you... When you get an opportunity to listen to her story, she is a pace setter, and she is one of those people who did things that normal people didn't do. She did things when women didn't do it. When World War II, she was a whack, I think. Yes. Yeah, I'm glad she's still going down there. What is, do you, we're going to go to a break, but what is the mission of the Salvation Army? We are a Christian organization that promotes and helps people that cannot help themselves. Well, I tell you, when I was down there, I felt so honored to be there, and I felt like that there's not enough, um, there's just not enough praise that can be made about the Salvation Army, and I never passed one of those buckets without putting money in it, and Good. nobody else should either. Because you may see me ringing, I, 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 I rang the bell last year. And had a great time. It's a very old, old sort of organization. It really is. It's all over the world. It's just wonderful. It's like the Red Cross. People need to really, it's kind of old school, so people don't think about it, mm -hmm. but it's, it's been doing the good, good thing for a well, long it's time. Well, it's an army. It's like a real, Salvation Army is mm -hmm. a real army. Really? Yes. And it. they're all over the world. I love it. Uh, this is a great place to take a break. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with entrepreneur, life coach, and inspirational speaker, Ms. Arnessa Bennett from the Arnessa Bennett Personal and Professional Development Institute in North Little Rock, Arkansas. We'll get her tips for free <laughs> on today's show on how to live the life you were meant to be. You're listening to Up In Your Business with me, Carrie McCoy. I'm speaking today with Miss Arnessa Bennett, entrepreneur, life coach, and motivational speaker, who went from helping those in Arkansas to somehow helping those far away as Dubai. We're going to find out about that. Yep, you heard me right. I don't know how she that story came about, but we're going to find out all about it. So at the break, if you were on Facebook, you heard all of this. But if you were not on Facebook, I'm going to tell Arnessa I'm going to bust her out. She's going to do a little preaching to everybody about how she was she survived cancer you know bore a beautiful son and wishes that all women would take good health care and take care of themselves and be sure and go to the doctors for all their early detection is very important that's why that's why i'm here women have to go and get their yearly pap smears you get to a certain age you have to get your mammogram but it is so important to get checked out. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't you you would be surprised the women who don't go and get checked up checked out until something is really wrong. Too far gone. Too far gone. And she also said during the time that she was fighting her cancer battle, she lost a few friends to the same type of cancer, yeah. I guess. Well, it I don't know if it was the same type but it was cancer. Yeah, we've come a long way in cancer research since the 1980s. So, Arnessa, you say about yourself, you're adamant about helping men and women to overcome their doubts, shift their mindset, beliefs, and find their true clarity so that they, too, can embrace and attain the new definition of their best self and life. In that statement, you say, they, too, like you, have already done it. Is this kind of what happened to you? Yes, I think sometimes we have to go back to what we were told when we were younger. A lot of people were told um, that you're not smart, and it could be because they weren't good at taking tests. And that's I, all. And that was it. You know, you're smart, but you just, in certain ways, I'm a visual person. I mean, I can remember what I see. So I learned that I had to write it out. But now, if someone that was growing up and no one ever showed them 
maybe other ways to do things, they could go through their whole life and think, I'm not as smart. I'm not going to be able to go to college. Uh, I'll never be able to do management or, you know, whatever. And you have to go back and decide. It doesn't matter what people say. If there's something in you that you want to do, go for it. And recognize what you're good at. Recognize what you're good at. Don't try to fit a square peg in a round hole. Right. And in a lot of children or young people have got, you've got to go to school, but not everybody's good at school. And it's not, <clears throat> excuse me, it's not the end all to end all. Because you can take a test or not. Right. It, my thing is, maybe you don't want to go to college. Get certified in something. Find out what it is that you like. And if you get certifications, you don't have to go the four years. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to take these things that you're never going to use. Uh, a lot of my friends, they're educated, they got the degree, and they're not even doing what that degree is. Oh, most of them. They're, they're doing most something totally them. different. They don't even know what they want to be when they get out of high school. Exactly. So when should people come see you? When they're young to help figure that out or when they've... They're older and they're having their midlife crisis. When do most people come to see you? I have all ages that I've worked with. I have some people that I've worked with that are from Arkansas. They had the degree, they were working, and they weren't making any money. And they were like, I gotta leave Arkansas. Okay, I coached them through that. One of the ladies, she wanted to move to New York. And I asked her, I said, do you know anyone that lives in New York? She says, well, I have a couple of ladies I've met at different events that I go to. And they're like, if you ever go to New York, you know, call me. And I'm like, call them. I said, she's, I said, how many? She said, I have four ladies. I said, call each of the ladies and ask them if a friend and you can stay at their house for like two or three days. We went to New York. On the, I think it was the second lady that we stayed with, she saw how serious the young lady was about moving to to New York she says I'm going to give you an opportunity to stay here rent free for three months to you know find a job and find an apartment and she did it and now uh speeding time up it's been over 10 years she's been there she had the idea job she's married she got the two kids and now she's ready to get out of corporate. <laughs> so, she back coaching with you? It's, I've, been, I've been coaching her through the whole, the whole time. She just needed somebody to believe in her and to kind of tell her to take that leap of faith and pick up the phone and call somebody. Well, and you know what? It gets to the point where the decision, the decision that you're trying to make, life will help you make that decision. And so that's what she's working on now. But you have to start the start the ball rolling. You have to. You can't sit on the couch or sit in your house and think, boy, I sure would like to move to New York. Mm -hmm. I wish one of those four people would call me. A lot of times at Arkansas Flag and Banner, I'll say, well, let's, let's, let's ask Bill Clinton to be on the radio show. And everybody will go, Bill Clinton's not going to be on your radio show. And I'll say, well, he's sure not if I don't ask you. Right. We have not because we ask not. And I believe in asking. Like when I go to a hotel, I'm like, can I get a free upgrade? If they have the oh rooms available. Oh, my God, available, I'm doing that. <laughs> if they have the rooms available, they'll do it. Really? Yes. Well, that was worth this radio show <laughs> right there because I'm always in hotels. It's, it's all about your attitude. You know, you go there friendly and, you know, talking to them. And just say, you know, can I get a free upgrade? Yeah, I have, you know, rooms. And usually... Sometimes so will. what's the first thing when somebody comes to you and says, I need help? What's the first thing you do? Do they take like a personality test? Well, I do have a form that they fill out. But the first thing I ask them, are they ready to do the work? Most people aren't ready to do the work. Oh, that's disappointing. Because I don't think people have been taught. We, we go to a corporation or a job and you're going to know everything about that job. Um, their their vision statement, their mission, and you're going to uh, have rules and regulations that you follow. But when it comes to your life, you don't have a clue. I ask questions. 
And most of the time they're like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. And then I'll tell them, it's somebody that I need to introduce you to. And they're like, who is it, who is it? I said, yourself. <laughs> There's some things that you don't even know about yourself. And that's, if, that's where it starts. You gotta find out about yourself, what you like, what you don't like, where you wanna go, where you don't wanna go. So you're intuitive when you start to talk to them. Yes. You ha- that's the gift that you feel like you've been given, is you're intuitive, you start to interview them, you start to talk to them, and you can see their gift. And then you have to tell it to them. Well, also, I have learned over the years that I have a prophetic gift. Oh, good. And I just thought I was creative. <laughs> but it comes to find out after I start studying, it's a gift that I have from God. Because I can start talking to people and just information will come out and they'll go like, wow, I didn't think of that. Oh, I didn't think of that. And it's, it's just the Holy Spirit working through me and helping them. Because a lot of times it completely turns their life around because I'm giving them information they had never thought about. And you probably never thought about till you saw them. Right. And that's the prophetic. How do you say that word? Prophetic. Thank you. That's, that's, that's the part that's prophecy yes you never thought about it you start talking to them yes and these clear ideas begin to come in your head and you feel like the holy spirit is speaking through you to tell them this stuff and they are enlightened exactly i said that really well you did (laughs) very well and i i just for years when i was in corporate I would always come up with ideas i mean they're gonna do a campaign i'm like well let's do this and let's do that and i and they were like Boy, you're creative. Now I know what it really was. Oh, yes. What do you think is the most common problem that people have? (sighs) Getting out of their way, probably. Well, they're always worrying about what other people are going to say. What is up with that? Who cares what other people say? Everybody has an opinion. Everybody. Everybody has an opinion. But you got to be happy with yourself. There are so many people, especially now, since I'm in my 50s, getting ready to go to my 60s, I work with ladies who are in their 50s. And some of them are telling me, I'm just at the point where I'm able to do what I truly want to do. There's so much freedom in being 50 and 60. I wouldn't go back. Mm -mm. So now they're, they're able to really live the life that they've always wanted to live, but now they're giving themselves permission to do it. So the most common problem is worried about what other people think. Worried about what other people think, or trying to live up to other people's expectations and not your own. Yeah, and I think that comes from as far back as parenting, because you were always trying to not get in trouble or to make mom or dad happy with you. And so it's very ingrained in us. And so it is a really hard habit to break. It is. And don't wait till you get 50. I know. Do it earlier. Because you miss out on so many opportunities. Do you, I, I think I've already asked you what your specialty is, and I think it's being able to identify people's strengths and build off them. Yes. Do you prefer to work with groups or individuals? I like working with individuals, but I'm getting to the point, I think, after the first of the year, I'm going to start doing more group or webinars where I can reach more people. Because when you're doing just the one-on-ones, it kind of limits you on your income as well as uh, reaching people. Right, and you're an entrepreneur. You can do, you can, yeah, one-on-one is just as time consuming as one on a hundred. Yes. Takes the same amount of time. Exactly. Do you, are you internet savvy? Can, I mean, yes. are you technical savvy? I'm working on some things. I have a podcast that's going to be coming out. And uh, I'm finally getting on YouTube. I've had so many people say, I miss you on radio. And I miss you on TV. And I can still go to the mall and somebody like, what? Didn't you used to be on TV? I, I remember you. How long ago did you quit? Uh, well, I didn't quit. You know, Comcast kind of went oh, through yeah. some changes. But, uh, oh, it's been years, but people still remember. That's because you haven't changed. You look like you're 30 (laughs) years old. I just said that earlier. Yeah. Black don't crack, honey. She's beautiful. I'm telling you, you got the prettiest skin I've ever seen in my life. If you could tell one, if you could tell people one thing 
what would it be? To thyself be true. Be true to yourself. Don't lie to yourself. And I, I find a lot of women, they lie to themselves. Uh, do you think it's intentional? I think it's... Or you just I think they're confused. I think sometimes they're afraid to tell the truth because they're afraid of people might not like them or might look at them a certain way. But one thing, when uh, I'm I'm married now, and we've been it'll be ten years that we've been married. And my husband told me he says one of the things I love about you, you tell me just how it is. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. I don't have to guess. He said, I do not have to guess. Yeah. And so we started our relationship out that way. And he loves it. Yeah. Because he, he always knows. He said, I know exactly where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, do, you, do you do very many men? Do you work with very many men? Not a lot. Mostly women? Mostly women and uh, youth. And youth. How do you stay motivated? How do you motivate yourself? I'm just glad to be alive. I'm glad to be really? here. Every day is like, I'm here. <laughs> so what am I going to do today? I, I'm just really, and people, people take life and death just, yeah, I'm going to die one of these days. I'm just, I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad I feel good. It's a good day in the neighborhood. I mean, that's it. Uh, let's, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with entrepreneur, life coach, and inspirational speaker, Miss Arnessa Bennett from the Arnessa Bennett Personal and Professional Development Institute in North Little Rock, Arkansas. We'll continue to get recommendations from her on how to live a healthy life, and we'll find out what she's up to next in her career path. She kind of gave us a little bit of a teaser earlier. You're listening to Up In Your Business with Carrie McCoy. If you miss any part of this show and want to learn more about Up In Your Business, Go to flagandbanner.com and click on radio show. Or you could subscribe to your favorite podcast application. We're everywhere. Arkansas Flag and Banner is proud to underwrite Up in Your Business with Carrie McCoy. McCoy began this broadcast a year and a half ago with the intention of offering a mentoring platform for those with an entrepreneurial spirit. Through candid conversation and interesting interviews with business and community-minded Arkansans, Listeners gain insight into starting and running a business, the ups and downs of risk-taking, and the commonalities of successful people. Carrie McCoy, founder and president of Arkansas Flag and Banner, believes in paying knowledge and experience forward and developed this radio show as a means of doing so. The biographies, life experiences, and wisdom of her guests would likely go unheard if not for this venue. Rarely do people open up for an hour to an audience about their life, mistakes, triumphs, and pitfalls. This unique radio show allows the listener intimate access into the stories of prominent leaders in our state. I am Adrian McNally, manager of the Arkansas Flag and Banner Showroom and Gift Shop, located on the first floor of the historic Taborian Hall on the corner of 9th and State Streets in downtown Little Rock, Arkansas. In business for 43 years, we offer an old-school shopping experience with front door parking, clerks to help you, and department store variety. Open to the public Monday through Friday, 8 to 5.30, and Saturday, 10 to 4. You're listening to Up In Your Business with me, Carrie McCoy. I'm speaking today with Miss Arnessa Bennett, entrepreneur, life coach, and motivational speaker who actually got to speak in Dubai. We're going to find out about that story in just a minute. So, Arnessa, you are quite a businesswoman. You had your own TV show, Arnessa and Company. You, you started your own business, I think, Oh, years ago. Yeah, like 25 years ago, the Arnessa Bennett Personal and Professional Development Institute. Which came first, the show or? Well, I started in retail. And one of my jobs as a manager was to do uh, Just for Success workshops. Oh, Dress for Success, that book? <laughs> like that book, Dress for Success? Like, similar to that. You know. But it was the store, you know. They would tell me. And it was to get the clients to come back and keep buying. And when I would do a presentation, not only was I talking about the clothes, but I was talking about the whole thing, you know, the attitude and doing this and doing that. How old were you? Oh. Is this before boy. your baby or after your baby? Mm, or during? It was probably a little after. Probably a little after. So you're in your 20s. Mm-hmm. Okay. In my 20s. Okay. And uh, they would call me back like, okay, we want you to come speak to our group. I'm like, 
y'all want me to talk about clothes again? Like, no, you motivated us. We want you to come back and talk to us. And it was a way for me to make extra money doing speaking and doing these workshops and seminars. And and it just kind of snowballed. Then I got an opportunity to be on television. And how did that happen? I was on someone's show, like today, uh-huh. and they like, oh, you do a great job. Why don't you see about doing a show? And I'm like, okay. This is cable. Cable. And I put together a proposal of how my show would go, and they accepted it. And it's called Ernest Ernest and, and Company. And who was the company? Well, it was just different people. It was business people. Uh, if there was a special event that came to Arkansas, I would have them on the show. It was a variety. How of, how long was it? About nineteen years. And how long did how long was the segment? Thirty minutes, fifteen. Thirty minutes. minutes. Mm-hmm. So for thirty minutes, you would talk to one person on your show on cable. Right, and then I would give some motivational tips and that kind of stuff. Was that was it once a week? Uh, once uh, once a week. Mm-hmm. Well, by, I think toward the end, it was like bi-weekly. It used to be once a week, then they changed it to bi-weekly. And then, and then they changed hands. Uh, yeah. Comcast went to store cable, I think, yeah, or something. Yeah, they went through a lot of different changes. Was it hard to prepare for that? No, because it was something that I enjoyed because I love people. I love to hear stories. You know, they would tell their story and how they – because it ended up being they would tell how – their life started, maybe some things weren't going too well, and then how things happened, and now they're doing what they're doing. So it was like a good story to tell people that no matter where you are, stay focused, you know, keep doing what you're doing, and you know, you can have success. Kind of like the show. Yes. And it does seem like a lot of really successful people had a lot of strife in their life. Oh yeah, they I think that's what makes you strong. And makes you uh, unafraid to take changes right. or chances, right? And change and all of that. So um, you did that show. Was it just you? Just me. Just mm-hmm. you, and you put together the whole show, and Everything. then Comcast gave you the or Comcast gave you the. I, I would just come cameraman. in with my guests and the cameraman. They would. But everything would be mine. I would do my little backdrop and have my little name and everything. <laughs> so then, during this time, you decided you would put together the Arnessa Development Institute. Well, no, that didn't come until, this is what I'm doing now, the Development Institute is a nonprofit. This came years later. You know, when I, toward the middle of my 50s, I, I said, I'm, you know, I'm gonna start doing things a little different. I'm gonna do a nonprofit where I can, you know, do my stuff and and just, it's more of, is taking care of my living, but it's more of helping people. But you've been helping people for 25 years. So was it not under the name of this institute? No. It was, uh, at, at one time, it was our, our Nessa Presents, because I would be doing the workshops. Oh, and I And all see. of that was, you know, for for a profit. So they would be like seminars, and people would come and spend the night, maybe, well, uh, at a in a convention center? Well, most or? of the time, I would be going to them. Okay. And doing a workshop. So they'd have a trade show, mm-hmm. and they'd hire you to come to the yes. trade show and do a workshop mm-hmm. an hour or two long seminar. seminar. Uh, keynote speaking, just any any type of different little workshops, seminars, that type of thing. That seems along like a, with me doing my other. And then you had your job. show at the same time, mm-hmm. and now you your show's not. You they've canceled your show. Mm-hmm. You're still doing your inspirational speaking. Yes. So you decide to stop that and start a nonprofit? Yes. Or, okay. Because now everything comes through my nonprofit. Everything. Everything. And why a nonprofit? To me, it's less headache with it's, all of the. It, to, to me, it just it fits better. And how can that be a nonprofit? How can it? How can it be? Yeah, you know, you have to have certain guidelines to be a nonprofit. What was right. the, What was the criteria that you applied under that said, like, I'm the Dreamland Ballroom's a nonprofit, and I had to say why it was why it was eligible for grants. Okay. When I go and ask someone to sponsor an event. The first thing they're gonna say is, "Are you a nonprofit?" And now I can say yes. And so they get a tax deduction. They get a tax deduction. And when I was just doing it the regular way, it was like, "Well, you're not a nonprofit, so you know we just can't, you know." I didn't know usually speakers and stuff were nonprofits. Mm-hmm. 
I did not realize that about that business model that they were often nonprofits. Mm-hmm. I had people, no idea. People are more. Um, they they will do more when it's a nonprofit because of that write off. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of the seminars that you hold are your life movie seminar. And and, and let me tell you why okay. I, I did that. Okay. Okay. Everyone. It's like your life is a movie. It's, you just don't have the cameras following you. And in your movie, it's your home. That's your set. You decorate your set. You have your wardrobe. And you are the star of your life. And there are so many women I meet, they're afraid to be the star of their life. And I'm like, I don't understand. You can fire people that are not doing the right thing in your movie. You can bring people in. You have your leading man, if you're a woman. (laughs) And when I start looking at my life that way, things start changing for me. So I'm like, if it changed for me, it could change for anybody. That's a wonderful analogy of the way to look at your life. Mm -hmm. You are the star of your life. You can fire people. You can make your own set. Exactly. And you should never see my thought set. about that. My home, like it's girly. And my husband has his man cave, but my home is like a bed and breakfast. I mean, you have I, everything that I do is like a television set. Like if you were looking at, I have my one guilty pleasure, which is uh, Young and the Restless, <laughs> and I look at their how they have everything set, and that's how I kind of decorate my home. After the Young and the Restless. Mm-hmm. They have some beautiful uh, scenery in that. And when I'm the kind of person, when I look at a show, I'm not really paying attention to what they're saying. I'm looking at how they have that picture, how they have the things set on the, the buffet, and how they, what, what the dishes look like when they go to the restaurant. I, I get it. I get it. I so get it. I have a friend who watches the Kardashians mm-hmm. for that very reason. I don't get that one, but I get it. <laughs> That's really a great analogy. I love that. Uh, you also have another seminar, Women Attracting Yearly Success, and you call it Ways. Yes. What's that one? And that's just more kind of like business. Women, uh, you, you have to decide what you want. And I believe that when you speak the affirmations, when you speak things out, it comes back to you. When you let people know what you want to do, just like uh, Dubai. Mm-hmm. That was on my vision board. When I first found out about this wonderful city and the architecture and everything, I'm like, one of these days I want to go there. Really? I, oh. I you want, were intrigued by Dubai before oh, you ever got to go there. Oh, my God. I mean, I would anytime there was any kind of documentary or a book or something about Dubai, the wealth, you know, it just attra- it just stood out to me. So you put up your you put up your picture. I put it out out there, and I said, "God, I said one of these days I want to go to Dubai." Started making your affirmations. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I want to go. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to happen either. How did it happen? Years later, I have a life coach. Oh. And she said, "I would like you to be a part of a masterminds group." I'm like, sure. And she says, "Well, you don't even know where it's going to be." I said, well, if you want me to be a part of it, I'm there. And she lives in St. Louis, so I figured it's probably going to be in St. Louis. She says, it's going to be in Dubai. And I was like, I'm like, you don't understand. I've always wanted to go there. (laughs) (laughs) And when we went, it was first class all the way. What did you speak about? I talked about, everybody that was there talked about what their niche was. Mine was your life movie. Because mm-hmm. I believe that everybody, like we said, has a movie. And so I, you know, I talked about start incorporating the things in your life. Make sure they're what you want. Because we have a lot of people who have stuff in their life and they're not happy. Oh, they're, yeah. they're complaining. Yeah. If it's not working, get rid of it. Fire them off your set. <laughs> yes. So... You, you gave that seminar. How long did you speak for? I think it was like 20 minutes. But the wonderful thing about it, 
the people that were there, we had an opportunity to network with each other. These are people that are millionaires. They're they're from they were from all different parts of the of the world, but we were able to bond and share strategies on how you know how they got to that point and the lifestyle and I tell you just being in that environment and the people there calling you madam madam would you like some more cream in your coffee I'm like yes I mean it was like you just feel wealthy being around I mean even going into the buildings you would smell perfume because you're in the middle of the desert people are going to sweat so they pipe fragrance through the air conditioning system so you smell like oh what is that perfume i'm smelling and it's the aroma coming through the air conditioning when you go on their subway you know when you think of subway you think of new york dirty the the marble floor is in spotless. the subway in the subway no trash clean beautiful it's just it's it's like a little heaven and you are all speaking in, uh, the same language because you're all just human to human each other over yes. there talking. It doesn't matter what your socioeconomics are. It's just all human to human. I'm yes. going to take a quick break to tell everybody you're listening to Up In Your Business with me, Carrie McCoy, and I'm speaking today with Miss Arnessa Bennett, entrepreneur, life coach, and motivational speaker. I saw on your website, well, I saw on your website a lot about your Instagram uh, what is your Instagram? How do people get in touch with you? Arnessa Bennett on Instagram and also the Southern Heiress. The Southern Heiress. We'll put all that information on Arkansas Flag and Banner, too. Thank you. You are so welcome. And uh, I couldn't see how to sign up for any of your seminars. Oh, I do the one-on-one. It's one-on-one. Uh, -on -one. I think on the website it's one-on-one -on -one coaching. Yeah. Is there a way to get in touch with you? Mm-hmm. On the website? I'm on every page it has a, a telephone number. Oh, well, you know, I am dyslexic. I guess I missed that. <laughs> I, was, I was so busy reading about you. I guess I missed that part. So it's all on your website, yes. which is Arnessa Bennett. Just Arnessa Bennett. It's with two T's no, for Bennett. No, it's not even Bennett. It's just Arnessa.com. A-R-N-E-S-S-A.com. That is priceless. Yes. That's really good. That's because you're a star of your oh, own show. You. Of my own oh, movie. <laughs> Uh, you are launching a new pad podcast talk show, Your yes. Life Movie with Arnessa Bennett yes. on a YouTube channel. Well, tell me about that. It's going to be a podcast. And what I'm going to do is let people tell their stories. And they're going to tell things that happened that brought them to where they are now. Just like I did when I was doing the show. I want to do a TV show with you. I would love that. I think it should be Arnessa and Carrie. Or so, oh, it could be Karen or Nessa. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I think that would be fun. Because you and I have a lot of we the do. same. We We're kind of like kindred souls yes. together. Everything you say, I'm over here. People can't see it. But I'm like, unless you're on Facebook, I'm over here going, yes, I would yes. Love that. I would too. So I'm going to watch your your, um, your YouTube your life movie with Arnessa Bennett. Mm -hmm. It's hard now, to get a YouTube the, channel. The YouTube, no, it's not hard. It's oh, very it's easy. Oh, okay. Okay. YouTube is going to be more um, kind of like workshopish, where I'll give them some information, and what they can do is kind of work on themselves. So a lot of times, women they are, they do the one-on-one -on -one coaching. You know, it's things that they want to change. So I'm going to be giving little tips. And then they could change some things. It'll uh, be. Hey, Tim, what's that you called when you can talk to the people on YouTube? Oh, do you mean the super chats? You're going to do super chats? I don't know. But tell us say. what super chats are. If you have like a certain amount of subscribers and watch hours, essentially people can pay to have the live chat. Like they'll have like a, they can a box around. I've and seen that. Yeah. They can talk straight to you during your teaching. Oh, well, I'll have to find out more about but that. But you've got to have a certain number of subscribers, and that's what I feel like is hard to get on YouTube, is you've got to get... The, but you've got a lot of... Go ahead. Well, what I was thinking, once I do this, this is going to give them an idea of some of the coaching. So then maybe later on I can have something like a webinar 
where I can have someone, I could talk to them and they could sign up for it. But, but I think once I get it out there so they can see some of the things that I do, that's going to help. Uh-huh. Yeah, you just got to mm-hmm. be everywhere now. Yeah, you really do. You really do. You've got a lot of followers on Instagram. Yeah, um, and Facebook. Adrian follows you, the girl that works in our showroom. She uh-huh. loves you. Yeah. Um, what's your next seminar? When is it? Or do you have it planned yet? I don't even have it planned yet. <laughs> I have some trips uh, that are planned. But right now, I'm in the process of kind of regrouping and retooling some things. So if somebody wanted to hire you mm-hmm. to come in and talk as a keynote speaker mm-hmm. or, uh, or just do a seminar for a trade show, how would they get in touch with you? They can call me at 501 993-2567 or they can go to my um, website arnessa.com and, and they, they have mm-hmm. a little part where they can get in touch with me and they can just hire you to come in there and be a motivational speaker yes. for you I wonder why you're not afraid to get up and speak in front of people like that well you know what when I was a little kid I was I can remember uh, Sunday school and when you have to get up and say how much the class is collected that morning I would be petrified. But someone saw something in me and they made me keep doing it and keep doing it and I got better and better. And then I think I found my confidence. Uh-huh. And I think a lot of times we have to do things until our confidence comes up. And that's a lot of what life coaching is, is just mm-hmm. giving people the confidence that they, that they need. If you could tell our listeners one thing, what would it be? Mm. Write things down, make lists. Uh, each day, have a list of things that are intentional that you want to do. And if you don't get finished that, that day, you'll have the rest of that week. But I think a lot of people, the first thing I do once I decide I'm going to coach you, I ask you, do you have a planner? It could be a day planner. It could just be a, a journal. But you have to write things down. And you ask them if they're ready to do the work. And if they're ready to do the work. And you say most people say no? Well, it's just like this. A lot of people say, I want to get married. But when you start explaining things to them, it's not just a wedding. I think a lot of people, when they think of marriage, oh, we're going to have this kind of wedding. They can be so detailed about the wedding. But marriage is a totally different thing than a marriage. I mean, than a wedding. Yeah, so that's when you get into you didn't really want to do the work. Uh, who do you think influenced you the most and inspired you the most? Well, when I was a little girl and I watched TV, there was a lady named Diane Carroll. She had a show called Julia. When I saw that TV show at age, I think it was like seven or eight, something just awakened in me. And I I was like, she is so beautiful. When I grow up, I'm going to wear makeup. I'm going to have my hair done. And I'm going to live in this apartment. I'm, and, you know, I ended up having a little boy. She had a little boy. Oh. But it's like that person, and even through the years I followed her career, it's like I wanted to be that glam lady. Some people want to be sexy. I'm more of the glam. I like the glam and the classic, elegant. Those are the things I like. Um, uh, What do you want your legacy to be? I want my legacy to be that I was always trying to help people be their best as far as personal development and business. I was always there to share information that I learned. When I learn something, I want to share it. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the way I've always been. My cousins tell me, you always motivate us. You are always sharing. I was that little girl that had to write, I will not talk, because I was always <laughs> talking. You're the little, how many times you have to write, I will not oh, talk? Hundreds and hundreds of times. Give me one word to sum you up. Enthusiastic. You are, and glamorous. You are Thank glamorous. You. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for coming on, Ernessa. I Thank really enjoyed you for talking to me. You're welcome. 
I have a gift for you that, oh, sent, that Tim got. I Thank love you, gifts. Tim. Uh huh. And I bet it's something you don't have. If I could have had a, if I had a flag of Dubai at the office, I would have <laughs> put it in here. But there's oh, your desk set. Yes, your husband. I need this. Yeah, it's U.S. and Arkansas. It's a desk set. I and love if, it. I wish I'd have had a. I can't believe we don't have a small desk set of Dubai. Really and truly. I'll look weird. into that. Well, I will I be know, going that back. That, that's another thing I put out there. I was there for ten days, and it was spectacular. I felt like they well, I put it like this. They made me feel like how I know I'm supposed to be treated. That's nice. So I definitely will be going back. Do you believe in dreams? Oh yes, and a lot of my dreams have come true. A lot. I'm talking about sleeping dreams. Are you talking about daytime dreams or sleeping dreams? I, I have dreams and I dream in color. You do? A lot of people don't. Mm-hmm. When I dream, I dream in color. I can smell, I can taste. It's like real life. My mother, that, it used to always trip her out when I would tell her about my dreams. She's like, you did all that in your dreams? Do you like, keep a dream journal? No. Do you tell your people to? Mm, no? No, unless it's something that that's what they're wanting to do. Because mm-hmm. usually what I do when I coach, I ask them, what is it that you want to achieve? Yeah, and they tell me what they want to achieve, and then we strategically put things in place that they have to do. That's why I say you have to be ready to do the work because when I start telling them, in order for you to do this, you need to do this, 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 and this, some people will do it, some will not. I've never known a life coach to have a life coach. You have a oh, life yes. coach. Well, I have several life coaches on different areas. I have a spiritual life coach, and then I have a business life coach. I think I need a life coach. Will you be my life coach? I sure will. I really do think I need one. Of course, all my employees are my life coaches. They tell me everything <laughs> I should and shouldn't be doing. Don't you, Tim? Some and of plus, us. Some of us do. they help you achieve your goal. Yeah, they do. Actually, they really do. They hold me very accountable. Uh, who's my guest next week? Next week is going to be one I'm excited about. I don't know if you know this about me, Carrie, but I have a passion for outlaw old school country. And this guy played with Waylon and the Willie and the Boys. Ooh. This is going to be uh, Bo, Bo Renfro. Bo, Bo Renfro. Yes. He is a rockabilly. I didn't know that about you. I thought you liked that. I, I love I, my big musical passion is Korean pop music, but I do love outlaw old school country well, a lot. You're going to like him. He's in the Arkansas Music Hall of Fame. He's retired to Heber Springs and he's now driving a bus for the grade school or junior high up oh, there. Oh, wow. I know. He's a character. He's a real character. I'm glad. To, I'm excited to have him on, too. If you have a great entrepreneurial story you would like to share, I would love to hear from you. Send a brief bio and your contact info, too questions at upyourbusiness.org and finally to our listeners thank you for spending time with me if you think this program has been about you you're right but it's also been for me thank you for letting me fulfill my destiny my hope today is that you've heard or learned something that's been inspiring or enlightening and that it whatever it is will help you up your business your independence or your life i'm carrie mccoy and i'll see you next time on up in your business until then be brave and keep it up You've been listening to Up In Your Business with Carrie McCoy, a production of FlagandBanner.com. If you'd like to hear this program again, next week a podcast will be made available online with links to resources you heard discussed on this show. Carrie's goal? To help you live the American dream.